Hello and welcome to Crosstalk with your hosts, Martha Lee and Anna May, a podcast dedicated to encouraging and pointing people to Christ, to provoke you to find your calling in the Lord, brought to you by Cornerstone Ministries New Life Church. So join us on a journey to reaching the world for Christ, starting in our own backyard. So sit back, we hope you enjoy the podcast, and we pray it encourages and blesses you. Well, we want to welcome Bob and Jenna to our podcast today for taking time out to come and answer these questions. What can we say about Bob and Jim? We love them. And they're a big part of the church here and they do stuff that people see and they do stuff that people don't see. Mm-hmm. So we want to thank you for coming today. And uh, we're going to start you out with our first question. When and where did you get saved? And what brought you to the decision of accepting Jesus as your Savior? Uh, that was uh, years ago. Anime. I, uh, as you know, I come from a godly home. Uh, my mother, uh, my grandmother, my aunt Martha, my aunt Mary Jean, and my aunt Joanne was uh, always in church. Uh, we never left church. It was part of our, uh, like all of us in here, it was part of our, uh, part of our, our life. Church. Uh, but for me, I, I always know the Lord. I always prayed as a kid. I always prayed. Uh, I know uh, I know that uh, Jesus was my Savior. But I guess it was uh, the LA revival uh, when we was all there together. Uh, I remember uh, going in a service, and I believe it was Michael. Uh, and he said, uh, he preached a service and he said that it was personal. You personally had to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And it touched me. And uh, I remember going down and uh, I might have been like 14, 15 years old and giving my life to uh, Jesus Christ. Asking him into my life and uh, making him Lord and Savior over my life at that time. L.A. L.A. Revival. It was a good time. It was a good time. Yep. So, amen. It's a good amen. time. Amen. Well, then the next question is, if uh, we're going to ask Jen, because we got the two of you here today, yeah. and hers, hers is maybe a little different than Bob's. A wee bit. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's, I would have to say, was AJ's Church, Glendale, which we know was AJ's Church, but it was actually Tommy Carney that was the minister at that time. And Mom and Dad always went to church. That winter that I physically can think back and remember, we always was in church on a Sunday morning, but... That particular day, it was just me and him. Me and my dad went to church. My mom was home for some reason. And the man, the man preached the message, and he talked again about giving yourself to the Lord. And me and my dad went down. And uh, that morning, we went home, and uh, we'd come back and told her. And she thought we were all crazy. She was like, but you know the Lord. What did you do? Born again? I don't understand. <laughs> and... Because my mom always would pray. And my grandma Polly, uh, my mom's mom, she always uh, prayed. You couldn't get in the car and move the car without her stopping and praying with you in the car. And uh, But this was different. This this was a move of God at that time because it was all around the 70s. And uh, a few weeks later, and could have been the next service. I can't really remember exactly. But she went down. He preached again, Tommy. Carney and he, uh, she gave herself, and we were all baptized at that time. There was tons of us. It was a big move. I was there. 
That's it. And it was, uh, I was just a wee girl. But from that point forward, my mom would read the Bible to me constantly. Sometimes I would get like deep with her, like, oh, here she comes again. But she always made sure that before we went to bed at night, she would read the Bible out loud before we all went to bed. And I, that, that's what I remember. The year I really can't remember, but you, like you said, I mean, it was that winter. That winter. was a big winter. Quick question since you brought Granny Polly up. Do you uh, pray in everywhere you go? Do you think that's maybe what was the seed planted in your heart for prayer? Very well, Coda, because I remember when I was a wee girl, like I never, like when I was, my grandma died when I was about 11. My grandpa died when I was 10, but my grandma died when I was about 11. And she would always go to work with my mom and that, but then sometimes on the weekend I would get in the car with her. She'd always go trade for her hair, and I always had an old woman's hair because she would trade for mine too. <laughs> <laughs> and my nails was done, and my feet was done, but you could not get in the car without her laying her hand on the dash, and she would say a prayer for us to be safe. Yeah. And, you know, I never really thought about it, but yes, probably someone in me. Okay. You want to ask the next one, Martha? Do you remember uh, Bob, the first person you witnessed to or brought to the Lord? I do. Uh, again, it was back in uh, back in uh, L.A., back in California, uh, before me and Jenna was married. Uh, and now, before that, I always gave out tracks, uh, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, like we always did. But right. uh, I remember one winter. Uh, we would go and we would give out uh, bags. We had small bags. Uh, we would put peanut butter crackers in it, uh, water, uh, socks, whatever. And it was me and Richie's Henry. I remember uh, Addie, Adam McGavin. Uh, Peter Carroll might have been there. There was a few of us. And we would go and we would uh, find homeless people. And we would hand them. We put a track in the bag and we would hand them out. One night, I remember, we was down by the L.A. River. Uh, close to Griffith Park, and I believe I was walking with, uh, I think it was Richie's Henry I was with, and uh, there was a stairs going down to the L.A. River. Uh, for those who don't know what the L.A. River is, and I mean, you know what it is, it's just a concrete viaduct at the bottom of, uh, that runs beside the freeway, and there was a stairs going down, there was a man uh, almost to the bottom of it. And uh, I believe it was Henry that told me, go down and get him, Bob, hand him a bag. And I said, absolutely not. I'm not walking down there. No. I, you know, and we went on. And maybe an hour later, we came back, and the man was halfway up the stair. And uh, I went and, uh, you know, God convicted me that I never walked down. And I walked down the stair, and uh, the man looked back, and when I got on top of him, I could see the, when I looked at the man close, uh, I could see he really wasn't homeless, Martha. He was, uh, he was just sitting on the stairs. And it feared me more because I said, this is, you know, this is how bad I'm sitting, you know, in the L.A. River. Anyway, I, I, uh, I said to the man, I said, uh, I have a bag. Do you need water uh, or peanut butter crackers or that? He turned around and he said, no, I'm fine. And uh, I said, well, it's our, you know, it's a, it's a bag. Go ahead and, uh, you know, take it. We're giving out to the homeless people. And uh, he just kind of shrugged his shoulders. And I, I had him the bag. And I said, you know, God loves you. Uh, uh, you know, there's a way out of this. Uh, and, and he just looked at me and he said, uh, does God, I remember he said, does God love me enough to take me out of this situation? I'll never forget it. 
And I said, yes. I said, but do you love God enough to let him allow you to take it? That was good. I, and, and, and at the time, at the time, I, I was doing, you know, the best I could for the Lord. I wasn't, you know, doing what I do now. I just said, you know, I said, do you love God enough to allow him? And uh, then I sat down, and from then, I can honestly say that the Holy Spirit took over. I really don't remember the conversation, but maybe 10 or 15 minutes later, I remember uh, the man uh, accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his uh, Savior. You know? And at the time, it was when I got to the top, the people at the top of the stairs, we left the man, and uh, all of us were so cheery. You know, the people that was there. Uh, it wasn't about what I done or what they done. You know what I mean? They were just, they were so excited. You know what I mean? We got one. They kept saying, we got one tonight. You know what I mean? Somebody yeah. give their life to the Lord. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't about us. It was just about going fishing for the Lord. And, yeah. uh, it's the same theme, Bob, that's come up through every podcast. Some plant, some water, but it's God that Amen. gives the increase. Amen. Same theme. Amen. 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 So we're going to turn. Well, you know, we, you don't have to. Uh, you know, I, I am uh, I'm, I'm 100% convinced that, you know, anything you do for the Lord in this world, uh, like you said, enemy, you know, some waters, uh, some plants, Whatever it is, God is going to take care of it. Amen. If you allow Him, if you allow God to uh, use you, He will take care of it. You Amen. Know? Same question, Jim. Well, I always mention the Lord in my day to people that I come in contact with. Ask them, do they know the Lord? And tell them what He's done for me and my family, which He's did a lot, and what He means to me, and that He's real and alive. But that I'm aware of, I, I don't remember actually bringing someone to the Lord as far as saying the prayer, but I passed out tracks and I, I did like, we even used to go down there many years ago when we were kids down Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood Westwood, passing out tracks. I remember going with my mom and dad around this whole same thing coming into the 80s. They would go down, we were in Vegas and they would have meetings and we would all go down after the meeting and right on the strip, pass out tracks, and right. you know, they make a day and meet. And it was just something to do with, at nighttime. But as far as mentioning the Lord and all he's done for me, I, I do try every day to mention him and leave a track if I can. And you know, but Not every time we witness do we see the full fulfillment of it. That's why they were rejoicing. We got one tonight. But some plant, some water. It's God. They, if someone don't plant the seed, then... Nobody, it ain't going to no grow. Amen. So anyways, Martha, you want to? The 70s move, Bob. What do you remember about? You're younger, too, so it's like, what no, do you remember about really, it? What stands? Really. What stand out, well. Okay, all right. I remember it well. I uh, what stands out in the 70s? Well, let me tell you what stands out in the 70s, uh, Martha. I remember uh, back in uh, in L.A., uh, I remember coming home, and I remember being all paint or whatever we was doing that day. And I remember meeting everybody in the parking lot, and we would all go to the ball field. And Anna Mae will remember this and play baseball. Yep. And we would be all paint. We would be all whatever we done that day. 
All right, listen, I'm going someplace with this. And I remember it didn't matter what we looked like or what our name was or what we was driving, but we was all together and we was happy and we was having fun. And the reason why that was is because at that time, Wanzi, Anna Mae, Sally, Charlie, my mother and father, Bill was either planning or at a prayer service or a meeting. We had God in our lives. I'm glad you said that, Bob, because that's the one point that really it, I don't yeah, think we've touched. There was always it. a meeting going on. Yes. Always a gathering. And, it, and, and that's because our, our people were seeking God. And the Bible tells us, raise up a child, you know what I mean? In his, and when he gets older, he won't depart. We had God in our life. Listen, we wasn't perfect. You know that anime, you know what I mean? We done things we shouldn't have. Uh we went to places we shouldn't have. But uh we enjoyed one another. We loved one another. God was in our life. Amen. God was in our lives, you know. And if we wasn't at a ball field or we wasn't in Westwood at a show, we was at a paramedic. Amen. 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 Ginger. I remember in the 80s, Bill, you know what I mean, right here in this town. Yep. I remember going either we was on a ball field or we was at, you know, at one of the meetings that you had, Bill. Amen. You know what I mean? Praise and God. I think today, I think today uh, people just, you know, they, they're they caught up in the world where, where the stuff of the world uh, has got them, got them blinded, you know, and... Uh, you know, it's not about the stuff. It's not about how you look, what you're driving, what you're wearing. Uh, it's about being together with Amen. our people, Amen. showing Amen. the love of Christ, and that's Amen. what we done. That's what we done in the seventies, Martha. To answer your that's question, good. that's yes. you know what I mean. That's yes. what I see. And every place we went, I remember we would go from L.A. to wherever we went to. You know, and, and every place, it was the same yep. thing, Martha. Yep. Yes, yep. every place we went, there was either a prayer meeting going on or somebody planning a prayer meeting, or there was there was something to do with the Lord. Amen. 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 Jen, same question. Uh, what I remember, like he just said, he touched on it, but Bill and Margaret always had a meeting in their house. I Amen. remember revival after revival. L.A., Spiral, Cincinnati. I remember going one time to Cincinnati for decoration, and we were probably back east at that time, and then we went down to Cincinnati. Halls rented mm -hmm. and couldn't fill the room with people. That's right. And I, like where I just said, people in their homes, renting halls and having meetings. Bill and Margaret always had a meeting, always had kids. And we were in Orange County, that woman Mary Warren yep. had meetings mm -hmm. in her trailer. Do you mm -hmm. remember? Yeah, sure do. We would have youth meetings in there and I that's what I remember I remember fellowship in the Lord and like you said there was excitement unity joy amen that's, that's what I remember. Amen. well the next big question and you know before we get to the next question I may I want to say now we have churches from coast to coast yes we don't have to have Brenna Hall or that Martha you know what right. I mean? uh and it just it, it seems like uh I don't know it seems like we've We've lost that love that we had back mm -hmm. then. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've we've put the world in front of the Lord. 
You know what I think it is too, Bob? I think now we do have the churches, so they yes. know they're available. Back then yeah. we did, were hungry because there yeah. was nothing. Our people, our culture was not accepted everywhere. We they, we couldn't <clears throat> get involved. And when all at once it sprung up, it was like people wanted to get involved. You know, just, oh, we got to have a meeting here because we didn't. And now, you know, it's like when you go on a fast for two or three days, you will go eat at the worst's uh Mid, you know, you yeah. understand, pull through, yeah. and, and and Burger King would seem like Lowry's to you. But now we have it, so it, maybe it's not as, we're not as hungry for because it's here, it's there whenever I need it. Back then it was sporadic and we only got it, we got a nibble once in a while. Like when we went to LA, we could have C's candy. Now you can get C's candy everywhere. Chick-fil-A, do you remember the carry-on for Chick-fil-A when we could only get them in Texas? But now it's everywhere and you don't even think about it. Maybe that's it. I don't know because there's a lot of good people that love yes, the Lord and attend. And, yeah. And thank God for them. Thank yep, God yep, for thank them. God praise Jesus. Praise God for the for the people that uh, we have. Praise Jesus that he's well, given us. Well, that togetherness, uh, yes. you, you see as much today. No. Like, and that, like, hospitality, like, even like Beth was talking about, you know, and eating together and coming in one another's uh, you don't see that as much today. For some reason, people seem more divided. It, like, it goes back to Acts when they were all in one accord. All in yes, one accord. Yes. Yes. So, in Revelations, well, Jesus talked to one of okay. the churches and he said, You're a good church. In Revelations, he talked to the church and said, You do a lot of good things, but you've lost your first love. Go That's back right. to your first This love. is where we're at. Yeah. We haven't lost our salvation. We haven't lost that we're not going to heaven. But we, the world is such a net now. It's such an octopus grabbing us from every angle That's in life right. Right. that we lose that love at the beginning. That excitement just hearing the name of Jesus revved us up. Praise God. And we wanted to embrace him more and we wanted to whatever it would take to get the presence of the Spirit amongst us. We really believed where two was gathered. And that's what we do even in the front of our trucks going to work or the Amen. women doing their laundries or something. Amen. We would bring the Spirit in that would excite. So Amen. Amen. So my question, how did you get in the ministry or how did you feel called? Uh, the... Well, uh, I, maybe this maybe this will be another podcast. But I have always felt uh, I've all, you know this anime. I've always been a uh, since a kid, a small kid. I have always uh, been led to pray. Uh, that has been my calling to uh, pray. And then uh, I guess uh, years ago, uh, me and Charlie. Uh, me and your Charlie, Pastor Charlie, we started taking Fridays uh, and uh, fasting and praying. And then Charlie asked me uh, to uh, help usher uh, at the old church over there. Uh, you know, I started ushering uh, and I done that. Uh, you know, I, I guess if I was to answer that, uh, I, I've always been... And I, and I know this is going to sound like a cliche, but uh, you'll understand, NMA, we've been in this long enough now. I've always just been a willing vessel. And that's what it takes. And, and I'll do anything. And Amen. still to this day, I'll do anything. I, uh, I'm happy to come to church and, uh, and be with everybody. Me too. Uh, fellowship. 
and uh, seek and praise the Lord with everybody, and I'll do anything. You know, you know that you see that, you uh, Martha. Uh, I clean the toilets. I empty the garbage. I get up there. Charlie asks me and uh, share a word, uh, whatever. But you know, uh, after that, Charlie asked me uh, years ago. Uh, he asked me to be on the board. I prayed about it, uh, and I. Uh, I said, okay, yeah, sure, I'll uh, do that. Uh, a few years later, and then I, me and Jenna has always been faithful with Friday night. You know that. Amen. That's our, that's our problem. Uh, that goes on, rain, sleep, or snow. That never stops. Never stops. Thank God for it. Uh, we do, uh, you know, we do that. And then uh, one day I was, uh, I asked Charlie, I said, I'd like to go through the uh, books, Charlie. I'd like to, uh, you know, the college. I just, I wanted something to study. And I remember Charlie saying, it's about time. I'm glad. Yeah. You know? And I, 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 I've never even, I never give it a, a second thought. You, you were know? doing it just to study, but he knew you were called. And I remember Carlos saying, you know, it's time, Bob. It's about time. You know. Yeah. Which should have been done long. They and, already seen that in, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and I, I did that. Uh, and, you know, uh, I, I can say this. Uh, if Charlie, my pastor, would have told me years ago, 15, 20 years ago, Bob, you're going to, uh, you are going to be faithful with prayer every Friday night, no matter what's going on, Dodger game, Laker game, whatever, you're going to leave your house and go to prayer. Uh, I'm going to ask you once in a while to uh, study for a message. Uh, and you're going to do that. Uh, you're going to be on the board, and we're going to sit down, and we're going to ask some. Uh, I'm going to ask you to make some pretty hard decisions. Which, thank God, uh, God has blessed this, and we haven't had to. But you know what I'm trying to say. You're going to have to come early and make communion. I'm going to have to come early and make communion. I'm going to have to open up when Anime and Charlie goes away for three weeks. I'm going to leave the church <laughs> in your hands. I would have said, Charlie. Thank you, but I'm leaving town. <laughs> I I can't do it. But now that me and Jenna is into it, I wouldn't change anything. Praise God. Praise I wouldn't God. change anything. I would never go back to where we was. And if you would have told me I would be in this town for four years with my church uh, in 120 degrees, I would have never. No way. It's Tell the truth, it's brought you closer to God, though, realizing how hot hell could be. No, yeah, yeah, amen, amen. Yes, yes. Hey, for the people that's going to hear this, if you want to be saved, come to Phoenix, Arizona. For <laughs> Jen, do you have anything to add to that? Go ahead. And speak into the Mikey. Okay. Okay, so I prayed about this, and God give me this. Proverbs nineteen twenty one. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. Amen. 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Then do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. 
So I prayed to God all the time about everything in my life and for others as well. Even back when I was a kid, I could always remember praying for everything. I had friends that was like, I don't think you're supposed to pray that hard about simple things like that. And I was like, I don't care. I'm going to pray about everything. But to actually think it was being a ministry, I never really even thought of that. It never entertained my mind. And from the day and hour me and him got married, we always pray together in our house, and we still do. We're married 32 Amen. years, and there's not a morning that don't he don't walk out that door, no matter if he goes to work or he don't go to work, that we don't pray. But Bob started doing prayer at our church on Lindsay before Wednesday night service back years ago. And I really wasn't involved at that time, even though I supported him, and I still loved to pray. And But it was his thing that he was asked to do. He would do it before Wednesday night church, and he would come early, and he would take a prayer request, and he would just, you know, say a simple prayer. I think it was like 15 or 20 minutes, Bob. And they would pray, but they would pray for all the needs. But it was his ministry, and at least that's what I thought. Then we moved over to the rental building. And he started doing it on Friday nights. And it seemed God had a plan. Because that's when our prayer group came involved. Amen. Together. Amen. Not only. We have. Yes. Came together. Not only was I involved. But our prayer team was established. We were in one mind. One accord. Seeking God. And breakthroughs. And we still are. Amen. We're here every Friday night. And it isn't just me and him. Because it isn't just about me and him. It, it, it's about what God used us to do and what we allowed. We, we, like he said, was a willing vessel. Not only do we have Friday night prayer, but we also have Wednesday in here. Prayer as well. And it's definitely a praying church. Amen. 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 So I would have to say, through supporting him, the Lord showed me what he had planned for me. Amen. I can honestly say gathering together and praying is my favorite thing to do. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful, Jen. Was, really beautiful. Leads us to our next question. We're going to start with Bob. How important is it for a wife to support their husband in the ministry? And when it we, has to be. It, and has we'll, to be. Okay. it has to be. It has to be. Without Jen, do you think you could do it? Absolutely not. And you know, it's funny. Like Jenna said, I, I was called as a kid. I always prayed. I, I know that was my calling. And, uh, you know, when you're a teenager, you know, anime, we, we was teenagers and we always together. You, I won't say I, uh, I neglected it, but, you know, you just don't, uh, you know, you know, the older you get, you get closer to God and that. But, uh, I started, uh, I really started pressing in, uh, on, in prayer uh the older i got and and now uh you ask me you know is it is it important for jen to support me and the last few years uh it's kind of switched now i'm now I, I you know i need to support her you know amen amen you know what i mean uh I, I, I gotta say my virginia i get up every morning at five o'clock in the morning my jen is on her phone seeking a scripture to send out to the uh the new life uh uh prayer group you know that anime you see it you yeah i mean and uh you know it's uh my my gen has become uh my gen has become probably a uh, a more powerful uh 
prayer warrior than I have, you know. So, Good team. Yeah, yeah, you know, so uh, yes, but yes, 100%. When a man and woman is married, they become one. Amen. 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 And they have to be equally yoked when you're, uh, you know, when you're doing the work of the Lord. And, uh, you know, that one, as for my, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that is our house. And that's the attitude that you have to have. You know, Amen. a wife has to support her husband and husbands. If you have a wife that's doing something for, you know, if you have a wife that's doing something for the Lord, get behind her 100%. Amen. Both. That's on both sides. Amen. 100%. 100%. So now we're going to pop it to the other side. Ginger? <laughs> well, I didn't even talk to him, and he said the scripture, Joshua twenty four fifteen. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or will you be, or will it be the gods of the Amorites in, in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family... We will serve the Lord. Amen. Amen. And yes, I believe you should support one another, especially in the things of the Lord. I'll always have his back, and I'll always stand on that scripture. Amen. Amen. In my house, we will serve the Lord. But I will tell you a funny story. And you know that, you know, I'm sorry, my Jennifer. You know that, enemy, and you have to support Charlie, and Charlie has to support you. Martha, you have to support Tom, Amen. and Tom has to support you, you know what I mean? And Bill, I mean, I was there, you know what I mean? Margaret supported you and everything you've done, and and you supported her, you know? Because in the spirit, there is no male or female. That's when I said, you know, there man and woman is one. Yeah. We are one, you know, we are one body, you know? I'm on pins and needles for the funny story. Yeah, yeah go ahead. <laughs> Years ago, I'm, I'm going back a long time ago, like maybe 15 years ago, we were in Salt Lake, and it's very hard to find a church up there. And uh, at the time, me and him driving, we're up early one morning, we're taking a drive, and I said, oh, I think there's another church one of them told me about. And it was a church <clears throat> that was actually a show that, that, that shut down. Like, not like today we have Harkins and things like that, but this was like maybe like a UA cinema that had like two theaters. So this church must have either bought it out or rented it out. And I said, oh, that's a church one of them told me about. Call in there and we'll try that today. So it was like 11 or 11.30. Well, what idea? The man was an angel. And everything the man said was right from the Bible. A beautiful service. But it was the bizarrest church I ever seen. You walked in and you sat in these show seats. And the man got up and they had a song service. And I mean beautiful. Like like back then, it was, it was for the time, it was like phenomenal. We're going to break now and go for coffee. I said, they're breaking? And up to the lobby, and there was a coffee. Things like that now you don't even pay attention because they have coffee bars. People are coughing like a 15-minute break. Okay, service is going to begin. And then back again. <laughs> and the people in service, the church service, I think I was there four hours. And I, I'm sitting staring, and I have no patience or zero tolerance. And so we're sitting there, and now it ends, and it's prayer time. Man comes over and starts praying on me and him, and Lord help them with their ministry. I got in the car. Me and him was running for the car. I said, and their ministry, and the minister and ministry, and when the man went on like like we were ministers, and and I'm going back fifteen said We get in the car, and I said, and I said, we're not going back to the church. I said, that was crazy. I've been here for four hours. But I mean, you don't. Now I look back, 
He had a word. See, yeah. he had a word. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but, but yes, it's it it is it is amazing when you see how real the Lord is. Amen. Amen. Martha, you want to go with six? Sure. Um, Bob, what is your vision for your church and the future of our people? It's a big one. But I'm gonna stick with it. Big vision. Uh we serve a big God. Amen. That still is miraculous work and God that's sitting on the throne. And there is nothing that he cannot do. And there is nothing that he won't do. And I believe that all of our people one day will be saved. Amen, Bob. Amen. That's big. I know it's big. But I'm going to still pray it. And I'm going to pray hard every day for it. And do you know what your other vision is? You say it in prayer every time when you're praying for the kids. So say it here. One day, one day, one day, they will say this, and anime. We know that if they, we will hear it. We've already heard it. What a doctor could not do for me, my God done for me. What this world could not do for me, my Jesus done. Amen. 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 That one choked me up, Bob. <laughs> Amen. Jen. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. A greeter, too. Go ahead. Here, look, Tom. He's a greeter. I said it was a big prayer, but I believe it. In the last days, the Lord says he'll pour out his spirit onto this earth. In Luke 2, verse 26, and I think also in 36. If I'm wrong, it's in there. There was a man by the name of Simeon. And he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And there was also a woman by the name of Anna. And when Mary and Joseph took our Lord and Savior to the temple to be dedicated, Bill, that man, that woman, Anna, prayed for years. She was an old woman, the Bible tells us. That woman prayed for years and years and years and years that the Lord Jesus would come. And that man, Simeon, Simeon, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. He's, God told him, you will not leave this earth until you see the Christ. And the day that Mary and Joseph took our Lord and Savior to the temple to be dedicated, take Amen. a guess with Simeon and Anacene. And Simeon held the Lord in his hands. And I believe one day through the Holy Spirit, we're going to hold the Lord in our hands in our churches across the United States. We're going to see it. Amen. Amen. Okay, Amen. It's beautiful. Amen. We're going to see that. Praise God. But well, we all have to pray. Amen. Come in one mind and one accord. Amen. Amen. Fall on our knees. And it'll happen. Amen. The uh, persistent prayer, a fervent prayer of a righteous man. That was much. Amen. Jen. Top that one. One mind, one accord. Amen. And that's what we have in New Life here. Our church has, I would say we have, and I'm probably being very clannish or prejudiced, but we have quite a body here. Amen. There's there's a load of us, and we all don't work without one another. Amen. Amen. Annie and Charlie, top of the list. Tom and Martha, Bill and Jeannie. Carlos and Ann. Amen. I know I'm forgetting people. You gotta help me. 
We got a lot. We have a lot. Our youth pastors. Our music. Our music. Every I I couldn't mention them all, but every single one of our body. We come together in one mind and one accord, and we all seek the Lord first Amen. for everything. And we can't work without one another. Amen. Right. Amen. We, we couldn't do what we do if we didn't have a team and staff that is together seeking the Lord and all his goodness. The Amen. children's church, the peanut butter sandwiches, Everyone. the cleaners, the barrels. Park and preach. goes out. We have youth meetings, people that support that. We, Annie McGavin's women's meetings. We can't um, even think of it all. Music. We, we, you name it. Hopefully. You name it. Amen. There's people that comes in here and cleans and the yeah, house of God. I, yep. I'm not, I'm not going to talk. I, I know that there's other churches that pray, and, and I'm, it's probably going to come across prejudice, but I think we have the finest prayer warriors in America. Jackie and Catherine and Frankie and Sarah and your Esther, Bill. Um, Praise God. You know. Never miss it. Never miss it. We, we play around. Every Billy and Beth. Mm -hmm. Billy and Beth. Uh, Marianne Holden. Marianne Holden. So John Holden. When he, before and Jeannie and Esther does Wednesday because there's a whole other flood of people. She has a whole in, group that, there. That, that comes in on Wednesday that ain't able to make it on Friday. And like I said from the beginning. We have a praying church. Amen. We Amen. pray for one mind, one accord, all together. Because we're in this as a group together. We can't we can't work without one another. My vision, revival in our hearts, excitement about the Lord, unity, joy in our hearts to serve. Uh, Matthew 16, 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. I think when you give your life to Jesus wholeheartedly, we have all got a common. It's praying to God to have him lead and guide you to your ministry, to your common. And when you get when you get to realize it and you get a hold of it, God takes control and it's a beautiful thing to watch what he lays out before you because it's all of him. It's all about him Amen. and it's all of him. Amen. And I pray this over myself every morning. John 3.30. He must increase, but I must decrease. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, you did a great job. I want to thank you for taking Sunday off and coming in. No. And we just can't thank you enough for everything. We love you. We appreciate it. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Love you, you guys. Love you, and I appreciate you. The whole church appreciates you. Amen. Amen. Well, that's our podcast for this week. We hope you enjoyed it and was encouraged. Please follow us on Spotify for new episodes every week. If you download the Spotify app, which is free, it makes it much easier to find us. We'll be posting the link each week on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may you grow in His Word and Spirit. God bless.